What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 2nd of October. We are on Relationship Wednesday. I am sorry about the delays. For some reason, it is just a hit or miss, like you're throwing a dart on a wall to see if you will connect to the radio station, and that's only been new in these past few episodes. So I'm really sorry, one, about the delay, and I need to find a better way, and Eric just gave me one that maybe I should do the show through the web. That may help, and I will try um, to do it. It is crazy, and now I'm seeing everybody else's um, numbers light up. So I don't know if you guys had a problem getting on, but my number wasn't there, but neither was anyone else's. And now it's like, boom, boom, boom. It's filing down. So, wow. Just, you know, always a new one. The things you think can't happen or just don't even think about. And there they are. We're talking about relationships. Any relationships. Because one relationship will tell you how you will deal with every other relationship you have in your life whether it's a relationship with yourself and how you treat yourself, how you deal with issues, how you try to resolve. It's all in the resolution. It can be any problem you plug in. But if you can figure out how to resolve issues, the relationship can actually stay alive, even if, even if the relationship itself doesn't look that strong to others, if the two of you know how to resolve issues, you have a way of, hey, you know what? We're going to talk about it, and we're going to get to the truth of it. No matter what the issue is, you will solve it. If you say, I don't care what happens outside of us, in this conversation, I want to focus on us. Are we okay? That's all that's important to me is we'll solve whatever, but are we okay? And as long as you're okay, you're fine. We don't need to create big productions, big arguments big issues where you have couples that every time there's a big fight between them, really bad things start to happen and police get called and, you know, someone gets hurt physically, maybe mentally, the kids are watching, whatever that is. But there are three distinctive things out of everything we've ever talked about. It's like Christ is taking us 
to a deeper level of understanding the nuances that build in to the system that we have every day in our lives. One of those, the first one to think about and really go back to all the relationships you have and think about this because I actually didn't until I, I wrote these three things out because they are not even something I think that came to mind and they're so subtle because we all know about fight for the relationship. We've done many shows on communication, understanding the other person's point of view, listening, all of those like instructional things or things to say, oh, okay, but you know, I did listen. I did hear you. This is what you said. This is what we meant. This is what I meant. This is where we hit a block and didn't understand each other. So that's what we need to solve. So what happens is how do we get past the expectation that we put on the relationship that starts to create the pressures that you say, how did we get here? What things? can we do in relationships, any relationships we have that will keep us bonded from heart to heart? Well, the first one that Christ said was history. And I thought, well, everyone has to start somewhere. Not everyone has history. He said, the moment you meet somebody, you have history together. And I thought, you know, that's true. And there's a lot to be said for it. Because if you look at someone you meet as having a history with them, you look at them with a more permanent feeling that you can make it through whatever comes, whatever's present, whatever is future. But there was another prong to the history. And now you're going to say these are the same because I know I did. But memory. Talking about what you have been through. Talking about what you've been through together. And it goes even as far back as a mom telling a child, even as they grow, because at different stages they understand different things about how mommy had you in her tummy, those kinds of stories. This is something I did tell you before. Now it makes sense, more sense, greater sense, is that people who talk about how they met and could laugh about it. And to them, it's such a great story because it shocked them that they met each other that way. And they, it brings up, and everyone knows their story about how they met. That stuff is hard to shake. It's like the fuel that keeps on giving and giving and giving. 
your relationship will not run out of gas when it comes to keeping alive the freshness, the newness, the surprise, the warmth of meeting each other and realizing that whatever shows up, why can't you face it? Instead of can we face it, but why can't you? The whole attitude of hyper-focusing on one person in the relationship and the one person always has a problem. There's always something going on. And if it's not this, it's that. And if it's not that, it's this. And it just goes on and on and on. You find that they don't talk about their history. They don't reminisce about the memories because they're so, I want to say, so hyper-focused in the minute that they're trying to put out the fires that the other one's presenting. Well, if you don't do this, then, and if you do this, then, and if, you know, all these markers, and, and it just keeps people running in circles. The reason history is so important, the reason memories are so important is that they include both people. They include both people. Of all the people I have met that have had long-term marriages, relationships, been at jobs for a long time, they are the most flexible people I have ever met. And they are also not, they're not more right than others. They're not better than other people's relationships. They are just flexible. They understand the ebbs and flows. Even within the relationship, sometimes a couple may feel really close emotionally, really tied in. And other times, they kind of get busy with other things, but they, they always know the other person is there. And over time, over the history that they have, they have that foundation, that home inside of them, that they feel like they belong where they're at. Even if there is a time off period, like, you know, one of them has to travel to another job and comes back. None of that phases the relationship. Nothing to them in their mind puts that relationship in jeopardy. And it all went back to they understood their history. They knew that whatever happens today in their world, in their life, together, that they are making memories. That takes us right into the other subtle thing. They're they're just so subtle. But that you know every day is a continuation of creating 
in recreating and reinventing your history and your memories. This is like the subtle stuff. This is that special sauce that no one talks about because we never thought to bring that in the mix. We always talk about what we should do. In a relationship, they had us hyper-focused on the sexual part of our relationship and getting a person. But then we never really talked about staying. And it almost made staying seem boring for a while through ads, through shows, through whatever kind of media we were involved in, that that was like boring yet something we wanted because all the hype was in the dating. And until now, I know people who are stuck in that mindset who once they're dating and they get settled into the history and building of the memories, they either start cheating or start thinking that they're missing something out in the world. Because what looks like they're real flexible and they're out there and they want, they're actually not very flexible. So once they catch someone, they don't stay because they're more interested in the catching. And honestly, not everyone's cut out for a relationship. There's many people single by choice. Doesn't mean they're not flexible. They obviously are flexible in some way with themselves because they they seem to be happy. But the three things that we're talking about today in a relationship is your history, is building memories, knowing you are creating them, even if that memory may appear negative on the outside. Because what happens is when you solve it, you realize that your worst fears of being abandoned, being not cared for, being overlooked, being missed, being not missed, that could be another one, are only one day. And somehow, some way, you will be proven wrong. And you will remember and you will know and something else will happen that will tell you, oh, wait a minute, I am really loved here. Every time the onion peels, your own onion, your own memories, the things that you've grown up with, that you may never have told someone. Maybe you have forgotten. Maybe you were embarrassed about it. Maybe you were overwhelmed from it. And because of the health of your history and memories with this person, you are able to talk about any of that and still feel loved over things you were embarrassed about, ashamed about, vulnerable about. And that that relationship, the history and the memories 
and knowing that you're going to continue to create and dig deeper in your life heals you. You literally heal with every conversation that you thought, gosh, I can, I can share everything but this. I can talk about everything but that. And all those buts are gone. There is a freedom that starts to live between your two souls. Then you start to see trust grow deeper and deeper and deeper. And I can't tell you some of the most proud people in relationships that I've ever met was, well, we must have done something right. We've been married for 40 years or 50 years or 60 years. And they have. And a lot of them, and, and look at how vital the brain thinks. And, and two of them were women because men, they kind of get, you know, like, well, I would never get married again. But the truth is they don't know how to not be married. But two women said, well, you know, and, and I'm telling you, they were in their late 70s when they said this to me. They're now almost 90. But they said, if I were single now, meaning if their husband died, okay, because divorce is not even a question to them. I would not choose to be in another relationship. And it wasn't because they didn't like being married. It was because their age and they didn't know how they were going to build history, make memories, and create new memories at their age. Because to them, this was all they had. And someone new would startle them in their mind. We've been taught to feel like, you know, at any age, at any time, you could always meet someone and, you know, nobody wants to be alone and all of these kinds of things. But being alone for them and that entire world of go, go, go doesn't exist between them. And they accomplish things. They allow for the other person to put their time in. They allow for the other person to have friends. Most of the time, all their friends are both of their friends. Eventually, they will become so if they're from work or whatever. But the family is looked at as one unit because the people in the relationship look at themselves as one unit. And when you sit with them and you have dinner with them, what do they talk about? Stories. One story after another after another. And the funny ones make them laugh all over again. Because that is what a family is. Even if the couple themselves did not have children. I did not realize how many couples there are that don't have children. And I look at them as a family, not as a couple, as a family. Because everything we do creates that family atmosphere, and it all goes back to history, memories, and creating, understanding that you are creating 
greater histories, and more memories. Every trip, the conversations, they have with them that energy of longevity in your heart. You're not trying to pull all the stops. You know, that's why when somebody runs into a narcissistic personality, those relationships start out very fast. And the other person needs to plug you in. And then after they plug you in, they need to get you to where you're going to be in a weird way working for them. And then they just go on and live their life with or without you in the relationship. They cannot or are not capable of giving 100% to anybody. So the other person never feels that history because when they think about the past with them, it actually makes them sad. It makes them angry. They don't know what they're dealing with yet, so they go try to talk about it, which actually makes things worse. So over time, what happens is the history isn't allowed to be what it is as a resource. The memories hurt the person. And if they get that something's wrong, they may try to ask that person, let's go for help. And if they don't do that, they usually just run. They leave. Even at the expense of being called disloyal and all the stuff that the narcissistic personality will use to keep the person there. Because they have no way of creating the history and the memories that you would ever want to repeat. And you start to get isolated over time. And there are no stories to tell. And so even if those people were together for 20 years and you had dinner with them, you would not really feel like having dinner with them again. Because whoever is the narcissistic personality in the family is going to dominate the conversation and be very charming. And the other person is just going to disappear. And then you're going to go, wow, that, that Harry, he's a great guy. He's got a really quiet wife. Eh, well, unless we want to hear a monologue from Harry again, um, maybe or maybe not. If you don't see them for six months or a year, you're fine. It's really interesting. Because even the history with the friends, if the couple, there's only one of them who gets to talk and gets to be part of the group that's there, and the other one is like, wow, no one's going to believe what I lived through with this person. And, you know, look at how great they look in front of these people. This is weird. Well, why aren't they that way with me? Why aren't they that way with me? So there are no memories. There is no collaboration. It's what I've done for you. You never live up. And so the person either emotionally disappears from that partner or the relationship cannot withstand time. It just can't. So having 
these subtleties, just knowing them, gives us like a new eyeball on a relationship. Like if you look at people and you start looking at how they view their history and their memories, you start realizing when you have dinner, you know, the things they talk about, how far back it goes, because that rebuilds and reignites and retouches all that strength and that energy of, wow, we must be doing something right because I love you even more. And just thinking that has got to be one of the most powerful, crazy glue type things for any relationship. Because what you've allowed is that everything this person has done with you is now appreciated. And that appreciation, whether you ever say it or not, comes out in your voice, comes out in how you address that person, how you respect them during conflict, because conflict will happen. I don't care how perfect anybody is. And you both will stand taller as a result of it. It is an amazing awareness. You guys, I have 20 seconds left. Thanks for hanging in there with me trying to get on. I'm going to start at like 10 after 5 and try to get on um, tomorrow. And maybe by then the show will start. Have a great day. See you on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.